You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 24, Q&A episode, How Can I Get My Team to Speak Up in Meetings? Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. We are back again for another episode of The Leadership Pod. If you are a regular listener, then welcome back. Thank you for coming back to this podcast and listening to another episode. If you're a new listener, then I'm delighted that you found this podcast and I hope you enjoy what you hear in this episode. So today we're talking about how you can get your team to speak up in meetings. Now, this is a Q&A episode and if you're a regular listener, you will know what Q&A episodes are about, but if you're a new listener, I'll just explain a little bit what a Q&A episode is. So every month I do a Q&A episode and this is where somebody from my community, a listener of this podcast or a client has sent me a question to answer and I answer the question during this Q&A episode which runs for about 20 minutes. So what that means for you is if you have a question that you would like me to answer, then please send it to me by email, by direct message via LinkedIn or any other social media that you might use or that I am on. Send me your question because I may include it in one of these future episodes. So, so far, these questions have come from students from my Udemy courses, uh, from clients, or even questions that people have asked me via LinkedIn, my LinkedIn connections. So, if that sounds like something you would be interested in, then please feel free to send me your question. Now, let's get into today's episode. So, we are talking about how you can get your team to speak up in meetings. And I know for a fact through my interactions with a lot of people, clients, and also social media connections, that this is an issue a lot of emerging leaders have. They start to conduct meetings, they are the leader now of a team, they have to manage and lead meetings, but they find it difficult to get their team to speak up during those meetings, to share their thoughts, to share their opinions, to share their ideas. So that is what this episode is about. And I'm first going to look at why it's important to get your team to speak up in meetings. Then I'm going to be looking at why people don't speak up in meetings and what I share here might surprise you or might make you rethink about about your meetings that you conduct. And then I'm going to go through three ideas on how you can get your team to speak up in meetings. So three practical strategies that you can implement the next time you have a meeting. So this episode will run for about 20 minutes. So let's dig right into it and look at why you need your team to speak up in meetings. So there are basically three reasons that I'm going to talk about. Now, the first one is all about unleashing innovative and creative ideas to move projects forward. So you don't work in a vacuum as a leader. You need your team to work with you to help you move projects forward, to help you get the results that you want to achieve. That is why you hired your team because they are there to help you do that. You need to tap into their intelligence. You need to 
tap into their knowledge and their ideas and their creativity and their insights for the benefit of the team and for the benefit of the project. And there is no way you can unleash innovative and creative ideas on your own. You need a team to help you do that. And the only way you can get them to do that is if you encourage them to speak up in meetings. If they hold back, if they refrain from speaking up in meetings, then you are not tapping into the true strengths of your team. You're not tapping into their intelligence and and their insights that they can share with you and that can help you move your project forward and move your team forward. The second reason why you need your team to speak up in meetings is that you need them to inform you of changes. So you can't be everywhere all the time. There is a lot that happens below the leadership level that you don't know about, but you need to know about. So there are many issues that might come up. There are many events that might happen that affect the team that you are not aware of simply because you don't work at the same level as them. So you need your team to speak up during those meetings to inform you of those things that are happening, those important events that are happening, any changes or updates that you don't know about, but you need to know about for the future of the team or the department that you are a leader of. So another reason why you need your team to speak up in meetings is that, well, silence doesn't grow a team. Silence is a bad thing in meetings. Now, there are some leaders out there who who conduct meetings, their team have no questions, their team have no input, their team don't say anything during the meeting, and they walk away from that meeting thinking they've done a great job, thinking that meeting went really well, when in reality it didn't because everybody was silent in the meeting. So if your team is silent, if you are the only one talking in the meeting and your team doesn't say anything, this is a sign that you have a stagnant team, okay? And you need their input. You need to get them and encourage them to speak up during that meeting to share with you their thoughts and their opinions and their ideas. So remember, silence does not grow a team. Conversation, input, contribution, that is what helps grow a team. And it will help you get the reputation of becoming a great leader as well. So there are three reasons why you need your team to speak up in meetings. Now, I want to look at why your team doesn't speak up in meetings. And this one is really interesting. So I'm going to share with you a few reasons here why your team doesn't speak up in meetings. So the first reason why your team may not speak up in meetings is that maybe they've tried in the past, but you ignored them or you didn't acknowledge them when they did speak up. And this can happen quite often if you are very passionate about the idea that you're presenting. So maybe you just simply forgot to ask people what their opinion was, what their idea was. Or maybe they did try to speak up or suggest things in a different way, but you knocked their idea back. And if this happens multiple times, then your team members will learn that raising ideas or opinions during meetings with you is pointless because you're not going to listen anyway. So you don't want your team to think this or to say this about you. So it's really important to acknowledge any idea that your team brings up, even if it is very small. Um, We'll get on to some strategies on how you can do that later on in this episode. But just remember that if you do ignore the suggestions or the input of your team, if you don't acknowledge it, over time, they can learn that it's not worth speaking up anyway. 
And the second reason why your team might not speak up in meetings is that they don't feel safe doing it. So you haven't established any psychological safety for your team to help them speak up. Now, this is really important for team members who are introverted, for minority groups, or for people who have English as a second language. For these groups to feel safe speaking up, you really have to create the safe space for them to do so. And that's what I mean when I say psychological safety. It's a term that's talked about quite often in a lot of articles and publications nowadays. So the thing I want you to remember is that whenever you speak up and whenever your team members speak up, you or they are going to put themselves in a vulnerable position, especially if they're introverted, if they're from a minority group, or if English is not their first language. When they speak up, they're going to feel vulnerable when they share their ideas and their opinions. Because of this, it is very easy for them to shy away from doing it and to simply remain quiet in the meeting and just not speak up. So you as a leader of the team, you need to recognize this and you need to encourage people to speak up and to help them feel safe doing this. And again, we'll go through some strategies you can use in this episode. Now, the third reason why your team doesn't speak up in meetings is perhaps you or other people in the meeting keep interrupting them and you let this happen. You let this go on. Now, this is often the case with people who are more quiet and reserved. Again, people who are introverted or non-English speakers. So these types of people are quite easy to interrupt during meetings. And if you have a meeting room with with other people who are more extroverted, who are loud, who are more talkative in nature, they will often interrupt those people who are more quiet and introverted, not necessarily because they want to be mean or not necessarily because it's intentional, but it just happens. They have something they want to say, okay? And the loudest voice quite often wins in those types of rooms. So those people are very easy to interrupt. But if that person is interrupted over and over again, over a number of meetings, they will learn that every time they speak up, they're going to be interrupted anyway. So why should they bother even trying? Okay, that's what they're going to think. And you as a leader, as a leader of that team and of that meeting, you need to identify this and you need to learn how to stop interrupters. Okay. And I will go through some strategies with you later on in this episode. So we've covered a little about why you need your team to speak up in meetings and why they might be holding back. And I wanted to share this information with you just to give you a bit of background knowledge and insights into this issue before we get on to the actual strategies that you need to use. As I said at the beginning of this episode, I know that getting your team to speak up in meetings is an issue that many new leaders have to deal with. They don't know how. So I'm really hoping that what I'm going to share with you now in this episode, the strategies are going to help you do that. So I will share three strategies with you or three ideas on how you can get your team to speak up in meetings. And the first idea, you need to listen to your team and you need to acknowledge them when they speak. 
Okay, so when people do speak up, when they get the courage and the confidence to finally speak up and say something in the meeting, you need to acknowledge what they're saying. You cannot ignore them and you should not ignore them. You need to make them feel heard. You need to make them feel that their opinion and their contribution is appreciated. Now, how do you do this? Well, you do this by using both a combination of nonverbal and verbal strategies. So nonverbally, eye contact is really important here. Obviously, you want to make sure you are looking at the person who is talking so that you give them your attention. And if you do that, everyone else in the room is going to see that you as a leader are looking at that person speaking and they will also give that person their attention too. So eye contact is really important. You can also nod as they speak. You know, this is really simple. You're probably nodding your head as I say this, but it helps you show interest in what that person is saying. It helps you make them feel that what they're saying is valued and important and you care about it and you want them to continue their thoughts and their train of thought. You also need to respond and acknowledge with verbal signs that you are listening. So what you can do here is you can say to that person who's speaking, so they have offered their thought, they've offered their opinion, you can respond with, hmm, I hear what you're saying, Jeffrey. You think we should go ahead with option B, but not option A. Is that right? So this does three things. First, what you do is you repeat what that person has said, and that lets them know that you've heard them you've heard what they said, you were listening. Second, it confirms that you understand them well, you understand exactly what they've been saying. And third, you basically ask them if your understanding is correct. So you need that confirmation from that person that your understanding is correct with what they've just said. Okay, so this is something that you can say to the individual who has just shared their opinion or shared their idea with the group. Now, another thing you can do is once they have done that, you can say to the group, not to the individual, but to the group, you can say something like, Jeffrey has raised a really interesting point here. What do you all think of this? Okay, so what this does is it encourages the group to contribute their thoughts around what Jeffrey has said, which makes Jeffrey feel valued and it makes the rest of the group feel that their contribution matters and it will be valued as well. So it really has a win-win situation for everybody in the group. So the whole idea with listening and acknowledging is to use nonverbal signals that show you are listening, that show you have heard what the other person has said, and to use verbal strategies like saying, Mm, I hear what you're saying, Jeffrey. You think we should go ahead with option B, but not option A. Is that right? And then you go to the group and say, well, Jeffrey has raised a really interesting point here. What do you all think of this? And then you take the conversation to the group level. So this is a really good strategy to use. Now, the second idea I want to share with you, I love this one. It's create thinking time. So this is the idea of giving people the time to write down ideas about an issue you're talking about, a problem you need solved, or some kind of talking point, you get them to write down their ideas about what they want to say about it before they talk about it verbally in the meeting. 
So this is really great for people, again, who are introverted, so they might be reluctant to share their ideas. It's great for people who are non-English speakers or non-native speakers who may need more time to construct clear thoughts because it is not their native language. It's great for new people who might be intimidated by more experienced people in the room. It is also great for minority groups who might feel a bit overpowered if they are the only person like them in the group. And it's also really good for ramblers, you know, people who just keep talking and talking and talking without any clear point or structure to their to their thoughts or what they're saying. That's what a rambler is. And what it does is it keeps them on point. So it gets them to write down their ideas in a clear way to help prevent them from rambling. Now, the best activity that I have seen around, around this, and I want to share it with you, it's called the post-it activity. So you probably are getting a bit of an idea about what this is about already. But how this works is first, you start by sharing your question or the issue with the people in your team, with the group, the topic you'd like to talk about. And then you say to them, well, before you all answer, let's take a moment and jot down our thoughts about this on the post-it note that is in front of you. And then what you do, once you've said that, once they've written down their notes and their thoughts on the post-it note, you put all of those post-it notes in a basket and then you pull each post-it note out one by one and then you discuss the idea separately with the whole group. Okay, so you pull each idea out one by one and everybody discusses that individual idea as a group and then you go to the next idea and then you go to the next idea. So this is a really great way to give everybody in the group a chance to contribute because as I said before, a lot of people hold back and what you don't want as a leader is for people to walk out of that meeting not having said anything. You need to tap into their ideas. You need to tap into their innovation and their creativity. You need that as a leader so you can move projects forward and you can move your your goals forward. Okay, And this is a really great activity to give everybody the confidence and the ability to contribute to the meeting in a way that will make them feel comfortable and in a way that is not muddled either. Okay, so idea three I have, and this is the last idea I'm going to share with you, is to stop interrupters. So I mentioned this before that many people hold back because they have been interrupted so many times that they have learned If they speak up, they're not going to be heard anyway, so what is the point? Okay, you don't want anybody in your team to think of this. You want everybody in your team to feel that they will always be heard, that what they say will always be valued, that they matter as a team member. That's what you want your team to think and to feel. So as a leader, you need to stop interrupters. You need to stop people interrupting other team members during meetings. And you as a leader need to make a conscious effort to stop interrupting people yourself as well, if that is something you're prone to doing. And instead, you want to have people learn that they will always be heard and valued when they speak up. This will encourage them to speak up more. Now, a couple of things you can say if somebody is interrupted during a meeting by another team member, what you can do is you can go back to the person who was originally speaking and you can say, well, to them and to the group at the same time, hey, Jeffrey, did you want to finish that thought? Or another thing you can say is, 
I'd love to hear the rest of what Jeffrey was saying before we move on. Okay, so there are just a couple of strategies that you can use in your next meeting if you have noticed that somebody in your team is interrupted and you want to stop them from being interrupted. You want to make them feel that what they were going to say or what they were saying is valued, is important, and you want to hear the rest of it. And this is also a great strategy to use if you are not a leader, if you are sitting in the meeting and you see that somebody in that room is constantly being interrupted and you don't think it's fair and you want to encourage them to speak up. So those two techniques that I just shared with you are useful if you are both a leader or a non-leader and you just want to encourage people who have been interrupted to continue to speak up and to continue to share their ideas and their thoughts. So there are my three ideas on how you can encourage your team to speak up in meetings. So we've actually covered a lot in this episode. We're already up to around just over 20 minutes here. So first we looked at why you need your team to speak up in meetings. Then we looked at why they don't speak up in meetings. And then we looked at three ideas that you can try to encourage them to speak up in meetings a lot more. And those three ideas were listen and acknowledge, create thinking time, that's with the post-it note activity, And the third was to stop interrupters. So when you are planning your next meeting and if you have trouble getting your team to share their thoughts and to share their ideas, then I want you to think about how you can incorporate what you've learned in this episode into your planning. So it might be that you include the post-it activity. It might be that you include some specific time for everybody to talk and everybody to contribute. But I hope you found some nuggets of wisdom in this episode that you can incorporate in your next meeting that you would be planning. So remember that leadership is about improving all the time. You are not born to be a great leader. Nobody is. It's something you have to learn. It's something you have to develop. So I really hope this episode has given you some great tips to help you do that, especially if you're a new leader and you are new to leading meetings uh, for your team. Now, don't forget to leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. If you did enjoy this episode, if you did learn some things or get some new insights from this episode, I would love you to leave a review because it really helps to get other people to find this podcast. So the way Apple Podcasts works is the number of reviews you have and positive reviews you have, it lifts you higher in the algorithm on Apple Podcasts. And As a result, it gets more people to find out and to see this podcast. So that means I can help more emerging leaders around all around the world. So don't forget to leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts if you did enjoy it. And you can learn more on my YouTube channel. I have a lot of videos over there around leadership, uh, advice for new leaders. So don't forget to check that out and don't forget to subscribe as well while you are there. Now, next week's episode, that is an interesting one. I have a feeling it's going to be a really popular one. I'm talking about the future of work and how to future-proof your leadership career. So that's going to be a really interesting one, especially if you are a new leader and you want to know what is required for the future of your leadership journey. So listen in next week for that one. Well, thank you again for listening to this episode. I really appreciate the time you spent with me and I hope you have a fantastic week.
Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave your review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues. Remember, they might benefit from these insights too. And I would love to hear from you via my website or social media. You can leave a note at executive-impressions.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.